This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. Finally, finally, a piece of much-needed good news for our tourism industry. Uh, we learned uh, last night that South Africa will finally be removed from the United Kingdom's restricted red list, uh, which has prohibited uh, and travel between, or if not uh, prohibited, but certainly inhibited travel between the two countries since May. The change in South Africa's status, uh, which has been on the UK's red list for more than five months, with travel already restricted between the countries, countries from as far back as December 2020 is part of the latest round of updates to the UK's controversial travel light system. The UK's uh, Secretary of State for Transport, Grant Chubbs, um, yesterday said the adjustments will take effect on Monday. Let's speak to the CEO of the Tourism Business Council of South Africa, Chifiwa Chibengwa. Good morning and thank you so much uh, for joining us this morning. I would imagine you did a bit of a happy dance uh, uh, last night. Uh, good morning, TT, and good morning to your listeners. Yes, indeed, it's a good news. Uh, uh, you know, at last, we have been uh, uh, on this journey for quite some time in terms of getting South Africa removed from the, the red list. Uh, many other countries had removed South Africa, but the UK uh, had been resistant. And uh, the announcement last night, uh, you know, just concluded that part of, uh, you know, the recovery process. Uh, and indeed, we are excited that now we can start welcoming guests, uh, you know, from the UK, uh, you know, come, uh, you know, a few you know, days from now. So it's good news, uh, but there's still a whole lot more work ahead of us. We still need to make sure that the protocols are followed. We need to make sure that uh, we are vaccinated at workplace so that, you know, the people coming from all these various destinations or various source markets can trust South Africa as a tourism destination. Mm-hmm. And they should be able to say, we are coming to a place where people are vaccinated. Have you been able to, I don't know, gauge or get a sense of the level of interest and readiness uh, amongst, uh, uh, you know, our traditional traveler markets, I mean, specifically here, I guess, the UK, in terms of uh, the appetite for people to return to South Africa? Yes, there is, uh, there is appetite. Uh, you know, we have been talking to our trade partners on the ground, because the two operators that send people to South Africa. Uh, and there is, uh, you know, uh, demand that has been building up for quite a number of months. Uh, we should also remember that the UK uh, has interesting uh, sort of uh, relationship with South Africa, whereby we have many people that have friends and relatives between the two countries. You know, people want to get married. They want to go to see their children and so forth and so on. So there is demand uh, that we have seen over a number of uh, of months. And uh, uh, we believe that uh, the airlines as well have started booking their slots, uh, you know, at the airports, uh, both at Cape Town, Durban, and, uh, and Johannesburg. Uh, they want to return. Uh, it mm. may not happen, you know, on Monday, but uh, in few days' time, uh, we're most likely going to see the first, uh, you know, uh, heat throw to Johannesburg or to Cape Town, mm. uh, you know, coming in uh, with, uh, you know, a number of people that want to travel. So uh, we have seen demand. We hope that we can sustain it. Uh, we hope that it grows. And that's why I was saying that it's up to us within the tourism value chain to make sure that uh, we don't have incidents that have to do with, you know, COVID-19 that mm. may, you know, put people off. How does the market then approach this um, 
shall we say, a reopening um, um, of the industry, if I can call it that. Um, in the sense that, I mean, are you saying like, wow, it's been so long, let's make hay now because, you know, we have, you know, been in tough times for so long. We've been in a drought period where you start now. I'm thinking, how do you pitch uh, yourselves to the market in terms of, are you going to offer specials at discount rates or you are going to say, no, man, we've suffered for too long. Let's go in now and make what we can. So the good thing is that, uh, you know, South Africa is a, a good value for money uh, for those that are coming, especially from the Northern Hemisphere, spending either the dollars, the pounds or the euros. Uh, you know, when you convert, uh, we are a good value for money. And hence, a lot of people want to travel to South Africa. So for us, is to make sure that, uh, you know, we follow the rules of economics. Uh, it's a supply and demand. Mm. Uh, we need to make sure that we attract as many people as possible to come. Uh, and then we can build up as we go in terms of pricing. Uh, but we need to make sure that we are affordable, we have good value for money, and people will be able to get more for what they're paying. I'm not much of a big fan of uh, of lowering the price. I'm a big fan of making it worthwhile. Mm-hmm. If someone pays 100 rand, you know, give them more than what they expect. Excellent. And if you give them more than what they expect, mm-hmm. we, we, we can then get more people back at work. If we slash prices and make ourselves a cheap destination... Uh, we sort of lose that value. So let's be more value for money. Let's add things, community-based tourism, informal tourism. Let's make sure that people travel to various places as an addition to what they've, they've paid for. Uh, we, will, we will go a long way and we'll create more jobs by doing so. Now, um, I know that at the height of the lockdowns, sort of in the middle of last year and so on earlier this year, we saw a number of hotels, I mean, even some really prominent ones. I'm thinking um, the Hilton that comes to mind, the Hilton in Durban that had to shut its doors. Um, Are they starting to open? Are you hearing, I mean, are you getting from your membership and, uh, um, you know, reports of, uh, you know, those kind of um, establishments reopening? Well, we are hoping that uh, we start to see some action. And uh, if you look at the hotels that are still closed, they're usually corporate-based hotels, meaning that they usually receive government travelers or those that are traveling for business. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, you know, unless we get the business travelers to go back in the skies and also drive, it's going to be tough for those hotels to open because mm-hmm. you may find that these hotels are based in Centen. Uh, mm. Some of them are based next to a conference center. Mm. Uh, and some of them, uh, you know, if you look at outside of Soweto there, there are a few hotels in Southgate that are still closed. And this is simply because there isn't much of government travel and corporate, corporate travel. So we need to drum up, you know, when it comes to those, you know, two pieces of travel. And therefore, if we drum those up, we should be able to see many more hotels opening. Domestic travel in terms of conferencing, people going to sporting events, and many other things, it's quite important. Until mm. we open that up, we're going to see all these, you know, places, B&Bs, you know, one-star, two-star, three-star hotel, they will suffer. So we need to do a whole lot more work to open up that space and to get government and corporates to travel. But we are on the job. Local travel has been open for some time now. How is, what's the picture looking like then for the local industry? Well, you know, we do hope that now, uh, you know, uh, as we looking forward to December and the holidays, uh, we should be able to get you know, even more South Africans, you know, supporting the industry, uh, going out and uh, to places like Durban, to the coastal region, to Pumalanga, Limpopo, Northwest, and many other places around the provinces, be it for a day trip or for, for overnight. We do hope that we get more support. And we're starting to see, you know, that the numbers are picking up. What I am worried about is the fact that, you know, we now have, 
this fourth wave looming. And we know that we've increased the numbers of uh, gatherings for both indoor mm. and outdoor to, to larger numbers. And what we've been advocating for is to say, yes, you can increase the numbers, but for those that are vaccinated, they should be able to gather in larger numbers. Now, we have a situation where everyone can be able to gather in larger numbers, and we're afraid that, you know, the infection rate is going to increase, and there may be restrictions, which is something that we don't want to see because we've been working hard on the red list uh, for South Africa to be removed from the red list and to drum up support from domestic tourism. Mm -hmm. The last thing we want is to to have restrictions come December that says, no, you can't go to the beach, you can't go to the park, cafe has got to be limited, and so forth and so on. Mm -hmm. That's not going to work out for the industry. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's it. And how, when do we start to gauge or how, how do you start to gauge and when do you start to gauge whether uh, you're actually getting traction now and whether things are really turning around? Well, we have started, you know, we, we look at forward bookings in terms and also the interest and the inquiries that we receive. So the more people call our offices, you know, across the country, so overseas with our trade partners, we start to gauge, you know, what is the level of interest that we, we, we see? And we have seen this with, uh, you know, uh, when, when, when there was a rumor that this, uh, the South Africa is going to be removed from the red list, you saw the, uh, the share prices for the listed hotel groups, you know, jumping. It means that, uh, you know, there's optimism in the market. So we have started to see seeing this. We have seen that the airlines are booking their slots, as I've said. Good. We have seen that, you know, the forward book is starting to, to tick up. Mm-hmm. We have seen that the phones are ringing more in our offices. So that's a sign that people are interested in traveling. And therefore, we need to be preparing uh, and making sure that, uh, you know, we receive this guest. Inbound flights, I think we um, had, um, what, what, what was it, Delta, that were, it was a big, um, you know, shall, shall we say song and dance that was meant about the Delta returning to South Africa, with at least restoring their flights here. What are we seeing in terms of uh, other airlines that uh, were uh, regular travelers to South Africa? Well, we, we are also seeing that uh, they are starting to, to, to be more interested. And, and that is the big part that we need to work on, uh, to increase our airlift capacity. You know, be it from Europe directly to South Africa, it needs to be increased. We also need to, to, to work with new airlines to get the airlift coming from places like China, India, directly to South Africa. So we are seeing that there is an interest, but we need to work harder and we need to make sure that we open up those slots that we have to get more airlines coming into South Africa. It's quite, it's very important that even when we get international airlines coming here, we have capacity here domestically to move tourists from Jobbeck to Cape Town, to George, to many other places around the country. Because if we don't have that capacity here, it sort of defeats the purpose for those international airlines that are bringing people here and people won't be able to move around the country easier. So we need to make sure that domestically we have capacity uh, while we're building up uh, the airlift internationally. Well, finally, there's a silver lining. Hopefully, it turns gold. This lining on this cloud that's been hanging over the tourism industry with this announcement. Chifewa uh, Chivengwa, thank you so much, as always, for talking to us. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. CEO of the Tourism Business Council of SA. You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.